Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Well, this week I am at the Moto Museum in Midtown. Moto as in motorcycle with the owner, Steve Smith, and Randy Nolge, who is the head of Cycle Showcase, which is coming up in February. Guys, this is awesome. Thank you. Uh, we're thrilled to have the Cycle Showcase here. The Moto Museum has been around since 2007, but we're going to be the host of the Cycle Showcase. Finally the host. I'm so tickled. Um, I've been doing Cycle Showcase since 2013, and uh, I've been trying to get into the Moto Museum. It's so popular. I finally locked down some dates with Steve, and it's going to be amazing. We are surrounded by motorcycles of all eras, and it is beautiful. I'm not into motorcycles. I've ridden one a couple of times, but I do like looking at them and watching them roll down the highway. So let's let's start with the origins of this place, Steve. Yeah, so I'm a lifelong motorcyclist. Grew up in St. Louis Road since I was a kid. And about 20 years ago, started to collect old vintage motorcycles that I wished I could have owned when I was a kid. And so over the years, we collected about 80 uh, vintage motorcycles. And I tried to find things that no one had ever heard of, ever seen. Very unusual motorcycles. Most of them are from Europe. And so uh, we have a collection here that um, spans around the world and goes back as far as 1912. Our oldest bike's a 1912 AJS, British AJS. And um, all the way up probably into the 1970s. And so that's what we have here. And you had a collection of about 80, you said. Where, where did you keep them? Well. <laughs> Before you opened a museum. <laughs> yeah. So I actually have the first bike I had, I've had since I was a kid. So, But then when I started to collect, I had a building up the street here in Midtown St. Louis that I started to keep in there. But once we got up to probably 20 or 30 bikes, you know, I bought this building, which is at 3441 Olive Street uh, in St. Louis, and, and built a museum. So that as I added, added bikes to the collection, I added bikes to the museum and because uh, I really wanted to share my collection with the public. And the museum is free, by the way. Free. It's always good. Yeah. Uh, Randy, tell me about the Cycle Showcase, the origins of that, and how long it's been around. Sure. Um, I've been a bike builder for uh, 20 years or so. Uh, always ridden bikes as a kid, as many bikes and whatnot. And uh, I travel around the country, and I see these amazing bike shows in other cities. And I always thought, why couldn't I do it myself? Uh, or why isn't there one here? And uh at some point, I just put the the rubber to the road and said, "If I'm going to if if I'm going to complain about it, I'm going to do something about it." So I have a history of production and live music, sound and lighting, and I know how to put on a show. I figured, how hard could it be to do a motorcycle show? And uh, 
Uh, it sounds like famous last words. Famous, exactly. <laughs> a lot of gray hair uh, and a loss, loss of sleep. Uh, 11 years later here, uh, but it's turned into, it's turned into something fantastic. Uh, we're getting uh, recognition from uh, all around the world now for uh, the quality show that uh, we're having here in St. Louis. So if I could say, you know, what we have here is we have a permanent collection here, and then Randy brings unique custom motorcycles from around the world. So we have both, the best of both, now, at the Cycle Showcase. Now, the Cycle Showcase, was it in, has it been in other cities before? Because you said it was the first time in St. Louis? Um, no, in 2013, I started doing it here in St. Louis. Oh, I see. Okay. And uh, I've done it here locally for the last uh, 11 years. This will be 11 years. Um, in the last two years, though, I've been approached by people from other cities. I do uh, now. I now do a cycle showcase in North Carolina, and um, this year I did one at Lake of the Ozarks during Bike Fest down there. We created a, a show down there and uh, looked for big things. I can't announce yet. Big things in 2024 happening uh, summer in South Dakota. Ah, I'm that's gonna all guess. I'm going to say about uh, that. I can probably guess where that's going to be. <laughs> right. I've been there. Yes. I've been to uh, that uh, event. Yeah, Cycle Actually. Showcase is growing, and, uh, and, and as the word's getting out, it's getting popular um, amongst the builders. They're really gravitating towards this format of, of how we display bikes and how we show bikes here in St. Louis. So. Now, tell me a little bit about the custom bike market. What is exactly is a custom bike? Are there regulations about what makes it custom versus? Uh, oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a that's a big rabbit hole you could go down. Um, I guess anything other than stock that's been modified, you could call custom. So uh, there's a guy that took his factory mirrors off and put aftermarket mirrors on his bike. Is I guess that could be custom. Right. Or or there is a, a gentleman coming uh, to Cycle Showcase this year from Japan. Um, that has handcrafted almost every inch of the bike. That's uh, the most, maybe the most extreme um, version, but uh, everything in between. I think what's interesting, and you know, I've gone to all of Randy's shows over the last 11 years, every, every single one of them, and it really is a create, creativity, artistry, craftsmanship. Um, the bikes that Randy brings to the Cycle Showcase from around the country, around the world now, you know, well, he said, yeah, put new mirrors on his custom. But what the, the bikes that you that you bring here are really works of art, and they're wonderfully crafted, and they represent creativity of its uh, the craftsman and the and the custom builder that that created it. That's what I think is really neat about about, about Cycle Showcase. Well, I was going to say, is there a balance between the artistry of a motorcycle and the practicality of riding it on the street <laughs> well <laughs> i guess for every ying and there is a yang there's a give and a take um maybe some aren't quite as uh rideable, rideable across the country <laughs> comfortable although, comfortably although you know there's always exceptions you had a bike you had a bike last year where the guy rode it around the world last, literally around the world last year i had a bike in the show from a gentleman named charlie out of denver colorado and he had spent the prior eight months traveling around the world on an 11 foot long, completely rigid motorcycle, no suspension, this chopper thing uh, that he had ridden around the world. He happened to be uh, uh, entering Russia as we were entering into a war uh, last year, a year and a half ago. Um, so, I mean, who's to say what's rideable, what's safe? <laughs> Um, I have a friend that rode a 50cc, uh, um, a, uh, what do you call it, a mini bike 
um, from Florida to California. That sounds so, insane. Uh, <laughs> he is insane. But, um, you know, who's to say what you, what, what you can ride and what you can't? Um, yeah, it's all... Uh, it's all how much comf- how comfortable you want to be, I guess. <laughs> all right. Well, tell me about a, a trip you've taken on a, mo- oh, on gosh, a bike that, that kind of stands time. out. Like, just an example. Yeah. So, uh, a few years ago, me and three, three other guys, we flew into Vienna, Vienna, Austria, picked up some some street bikes, rode for three or four days along the Carpathian Mountains, and then um, in a small town in Romania called Sibiu, we picked up some dirt bikes, and we rode for three days in Romania, in the mountains of Romania. And then we got back on street bikes, and we rode uh, into Serbia, which was interesting. This is 2016, going into Serbia, when most that was when the Syrian uh, civil war was happening, and people were trying to get into Europe. So here we were going in the opposite direction of all the all the refugees. Um, I rode through Serbia, and then went into Romania, down to Bucharest, and it's just a fascinating way to see different parts of the world on a bike because you're you're in the elements, you're in the weather. If it rains, you get wet. And, uh, and especially in exotic parts of the world. And I've done multiple trips like that, but that one especially was unique and interesting. Tell me about some of the bikes here, the list of the highlights. Pick out a couple that, yeah, that yeah. are on display that people might be interested or that are unusual or rare. Yeah. You know, so I have motorcycles here from many, many countries around the world. I have several from Russia. So I have a 1963-ish IZH, that's what it's called. <laughs> uh, I also have a Dnipr, uh, which is a... A, a Dnipr? A DNPR. Um, which is a uh, Russian military sidecar military motorcycle in the collection. Um, I have motor, I have a, a Junak, which is a Polish motorcycle. Uh, I have motorcycles from Belgium, Switzerland, France, the Netherlands. A lot of bikes from Germany. A lot of bikes from England. So, um, and as I said before, try to find things that are really odd. I've got bikes where the suspension is made out of rubber bands. Rubber uh, bands. Rubber, literally rubber bands. <laughs> yep. Uh, big black rubber bands. So I've got bikes. I got a, 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 a what's called a speedway bike, which is a race bike that comes stock from the factory with no brakes. So you buy it new, okay. no brakes, no brakes. Well, how do you <laughs> no stop brakes. then? Well, you roll to a stop. So um, and it's a, a is race it like bike. The Flintstones. It's, it's a competition bike. So uh, actually, it's an Italian. Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry, Czechoslovakian Jawa. So uh, that, yeah. that's in the collection here. So those are some of the unusual uh, bikes that yeah. we have in the collection. Very, very cool. Now, Randy, yes. what what are we going to see? What happens at the show coming up in February? Okay, um, each year I bring in fifty bikes, uh, rare bikes, unusual bikes. Um, the most of the collection that Steve has here is European, and I try to include those this year. I'm uh, with his great collection that I'm adding to that he already has here in house. Um, I'm bringing in a lot of custom bikes, uh, American V twin uh, bikes. Um, in 2018, or I'm sorry, in 2022, we started doing unveilings. And if a custom bike builder has built a bike and it's never been seen anywhere before, and he decides to bring it to St. Louis and unveil it at Cycle Showcase, then we cover it with a sheet. Um, we make a big to-do about it. We get up on stage and we talk about it. And uh, with a little drum roll, we lift the sheet off and there's applause and cheers. And bike builders are really liking this format. What's the value of some of these bikes? I mean, they're custom made, so it's, oh. it's kind of like an art market, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What, uh, what, is, what are you willing to pay? <laughs> you know, a lot of people say, oh, this is, this is priceless. This was my great-grandfather's. I'd never sell this. But... If the money's laying on the table, you never know. Yeah, what's a, what it's worth? I don't know. Uh, you can you couldn't put a you could, certainly couldn't put a 
a value on the artistic element of a lot of these bikes because they're just unbelievable. Uh, but, you know, money talks. We'll see. And how about you, Steve, in yeah, terms so of the value runs, of... It runs of the complete gamut. So I bought a uh, Hungarian Pannonia with a sidecar um, on, on Hungarian eBay, um, and I paid 900 zloty for that. What's that? Three hundred dollars. Okay, that's now, a pretty good deal. It, it's over. It's over. Actually, it was uh, Hungarian Pannonia, but it was in Poland, and zloty was the Polish currency at the time. So I bought it for three hundred bucks, nine hundred zloty, but I had to get it here. I know. I was going to say, so, <laughs> cost more than that to get it shipped here. So oh, I do ship a lot of bikes. So anyway, that, that I call that the least expensive bike I ever bought. <laughs> um, I have bikes in here in the six figures. So um, so that that's you know a broad gamut of uh, of these motorcycles. How do you get the bikes? I mean, not not how you transport them, although you could answer that too, actually. Where do you find them? So for the Motor Museum collection, I actually, when I was doing major collecting, you know, I've been collecting since about 2000, so built the collection very heavily from 2000 to 2010. And quite frankly, I bought a lot of them on European eBay sites. Okay. German eBay, Swiss eBay, British eBay. So uh, foreign eBay sites, I literally bid, bid in foreign languages and then I would literally fly over to Europe, rent a Sprinter, and collect them. And I have a, a colleague who lives in Germany who would help me ship them over to the U.S. So it's a, quite a system. So did you already know these foreign languages or did you have to learn? I, I learned <laughs> along the way. I don't speak any language but English. Okay. Uh, the other thing I would, say about, pretty cool. I would say about the Motor Museum collection is, is when you come through the museum and you, on the permanent collection, every bike has a story, a plaque with a story. And not only does it talk about the bike itself, but it talks about the people I've met around the world. So I got this um, Nimbus right over here, and I, I called the owner who spoke English in Denmark. And it turns out um, she works for the phone company, and uh, she looked the Motor Museum up, up on a, a, a eBay or a, a Google Maps, and she could see I was next to St. Louis University. So I met people around the world, and I, you know, a lot of some of them I still have relationships with. I bought bikes out of Australia, Germany. Yeah, I mentioned all the different places, and um, and going back to that whole idea of fraternity and community, these are people who love motorcycles, and they knew by selling to me that their bike was going to be preserved and presented. I even had one guy, William Savin, Germany, wanted to wanted me to hire him and, and, and uh, move him to the U.S. to work in the museum here. So uh, anyway, well, lots of great stories. Well, in, in terms of the bikes themselves, do you have a story like what ha- what what that bike was going through? decades ago anything do you know Some so so um there, there's one a, a bk350 and everyone has a story and we could take we could spend yeah, an hour no, and a half no, on these stories but uh the, the husband restored the motorcycle it's a, a east german bk350 very unusual beautiful motorcycle and, and he passed away and his widow put it up for sale i guess to raise some money and this is in bronze Biedra, east germany um and i show up and this 70 year old woman who's about four foot eleven um, you know, had the pride and joy of her deceased husband. And we met literally when I'm there to pick it up. And she was so thrilled. She didn't speak any English. I didn't speak any German. So we kind of communicated through sign language. And uh, she helped me, 70-year-old woman, helped me load the bike into my, <laughs> into my truck. And she was thrilled that uh, here, and I went into her house, into her kitchen. We transacted the the deal, if you will, um, and she was almost in tears that her husband's pride and joy was going to go into a collection in the U.S. And um, you know that was 15 years ago. I don't know if she's even alive anymore. So anyway, those are the people I met. 
and the pedigree of the motorcycle prior to me you know, purchasing it and bringing it here to St. Louis. Steve Smith, the owner of the Moto Museum, and Randy Nolge with the Cycle Showcase, which is coming up in just a couple of weeks. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you very it very much. much. Thank you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.